This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Richard Knight on Facebook opens the batting today. I noticed Hutchie uses the term in the public interest on a number of occasions and specifically on Nathan Buckley's private life. Given Damien doesn't seem to have a different sorry, given Damien seems to have a different view on this, how does Hutchie define the term in the public interest? In the public interest, well, I, I always probably ran the lens in my day of a few things. That, like if police were involved, if lawyers were involved or had, had acted in any way, or if it had a tangible effect or potential tangible effect on your job. And your job being, in Nathan's case, a senior coach where you know, 40, 50 or 100,000 people put their money in to be members of that club. So that would be the kind of very subjective, I guess, Guardrails I'd put around it, Damo. How did you? How do you yeah. see it? Yeah, look, I, I, I said last week to, to the question being asked. I, I, it's not in my interest what Nathan Buckley does with with who he does it with um, privately. Um, I, 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 when I say I don't care, I care for Nathan, but I don't I don't care to know what he's up to in that space. Um, I, I, I concede to a point in the public interest when it comes to to Nathan Buckley and the way the world works, but. To, to 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 the point of the question, it's not in my interest, Hutchie, and I, I, I do I do feel uncomfortable knowing that there's people being paid to take photographs of him, and that was an advent on what we spoke about last week. Um, in, in between us speaking last week and, and this week, there were photos taken of Nathan and his and his new partner as he as he took a a walk around the um, botanical gardens. Well, I feel I feel for him when when you've got Paps sitting around the tan waiting to get a shot of you. Uh, that's probably next level type stuff, right? I, I hope that's one and done, but I fear that's going to be a consistent thing, don't you, for a while? Well, well I do, but obviously when perhaps take the photos, they, they, they obviously take them and then they pitch them and Terrell's uh, son felt the need to, to run them, Hutchie, which means they've exchanged some money, yeah. I would have thought, in, in so doing. So, so they've bought the photos, I would have thought. You know, obviously he's going public where there was a decision that he's had to kind of get his head around making because he's not really any other way through it if you're going to get papped around the tan. Hopefully that now that it's there's no longer a, a first picture that it, the momentum goes out of it. But, you know, mm. who knows, don't we? We'll see what happens. Yeah, actually, a lot of questions, and there's 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 literally dozens here on the Naomi Osaka situation. We addressed it in the main body of the standing board. I'll just jump onto this one from Simon Fenton regarding this issue. With no one backing down, what do you see as the outcome, and what are the ramifications for other sports? Um, it, it's it's a good question because if there isn't an opposition to what Naomi Osaka has done, and as we speak, there has been by the um, by the organisers of the French Open who have fined Naomi Osaka fifteen thousand dollars. I think it's US US uh, denomination. Uh, what are the ramifications for other sports? Um, well, if other sports let their athletes also go down this path, um, I, I can see those other sports going down the path of tennis, where they are so far up their own backsides at times. Some of these athletes that they that they actually lose sight of what may them who they were and we, we in the main body of the standing board I also referred to um, Djokovic also losing complete touch with um, with his imagery in, in the in the media so look I reckon there are ramifications and particularly now that COVID-19 has changed the whole sports space Hachi the, co- the consequence will be stiffer fines Simon and money talks in the end of the day with athletes it's as simple as that 
James Hawkins on Twitter. How many games of footy do you both watch on average each round, either live or on TV? Um, I'd, I'd probably... Oh, geez. I try and get my eyes across all nine. I'd be lying if I said I did every single week. Um, the only person I think I know, Hutchie, who does watch all nine would be Terry Wallace, even though he's probably not as prominent in media these days as he once was. I believe him, Hutchie, when he says he used to watch all nine. I don't watch really all of any game, but I watch a good chunk of many games. And yeah. I have. And wherever I can get SEN Stadium in venue live, as I can at Optus Stadium or as I can at the MCG in Marvel now in the world first technology, I'm always got that on my ears, James, and ideally try and attend in person to listen at the same time. Nick Morelli on Facebook. This this is a question that comes regularly, Hutchie. Please, boys, tell me why the AFL after-match coach press conferences continue to be one-sided conversations. I cannot hear the questions. Don't they have microphones? Our listeners ask this a lot, don't they? You know what? I've, I've, we've talked about what we do, Damo. We would just make this simple. You'd make people zoom into the presser so they wouldn't have to go down to the room. They could be at their desk and you'd get to see them on television as well as hear them. And if you wanted to, you'd let the public in for a few at the end. I reckon that's as, uh, as, as bad as that idea as you did suggest a couple of, couple of weeks ago when you were, were having a go at Wayne Bennett for, for not wanting to do a, a press conference in. Look, the, the one thing I will say, Nick, is if, if in the old days of a press conference, it, you, taking the microphone and arranging to take the microphone off the previous person who's asked the question can, can suck the life out of a press conference. It can also lose the flow. So that's the only excuse I've got for it. I can understand the frustration that you and others clearly have. Callum Thomas on Twitter, is the Dreamtime game in Perth a precursor to a Victorian showdown? Callum, I have been arguing that an Adelaide Crows versus Port Adelaide Power game should be played on a Friday night at the MCG as a one-off. I hope it's not COVID-related driven if it ever indeed happens. I can understand South Australian people not wanting that to be the case, but I would love to see, particularly with the Crows keep going up the ladder again, Hutchie, for that to be the case. Yeah, and the other thing I would say to this point, Callum, is I think it'll be so wonderful and so well-received, as it was in Darwin last year, and there's been so many great Indigenous players coming to Western Australia where hopefully they're reflected in the way that it's done in short notice, albeit... That it will encourage the AFL to think differently about these marquee games. And, and the showdown yep. needs to be on a different night for starters. It should be on Friday night footy without question. Point Not one Sunday twilight, as it often is. Um, yeah. yeah. And just as we speak, there's a chance there could be 50,000 plus at that uh, show, that Dreamtime game, Hutchie. Now, whether it gets there, there were yep. some people I spoke to today hopeful of, of a number of that type. But Hutchie, um, JC oh, this on is how, Twitter. This is how much I believe in the showdown, though, mate. I believe it's big enough for them to play each other three times a year Two in Adelaide and then one at a neutral venue as the decider and play a little a little season within a season, state of origin within a season. Now, that might be a bit unfair. You want to be, but it's, you want to be careful of, of not diluting the, the magnificence of it, though, don't you? Because I, I would argue, Hachi, the last... The last four or five have lost some of their mystique, I feel, because of the Crows not being able to. Now, and I know the Crows have still got a good record in those four or five, but or, or relatively good record in those four or five, but but they're not up the top of the ladder as they were in 2017, which I think helped create that rivalry I, I, to, to, to take it to the next levels. I don't think so. I think that uh, I went over for it. I reckon they're magnificent. JC on Twitter, Hachi, he's been spying on you and he's sent a photo through to accompany this question. Has Hachi been snubbed in Sydney? Second row operator at the Saturday night game. Now, the photo that he has attached to this question, Hachi, has you not on row one on the boards, Hachi. What's happened there? You don't go to the basketball and not sit in row one? 
No, it was a late decision to go, and I was fortunate enough that they had some spare tickets even anywhere in the venue. So I bought eight tickets and took some clients, and uh, yeah, sat row two at the game on the weekend and with uh, with clients, and we lost, which was even more, <laughs> more annoying. <laughs> was it because Andrew Bogut's uh, officially got his shares through as an owner oh, that he might have made you uh, go from row one to two? It maybe? Was, a, was the last thing anyone needed. So, yeah, we lost. A couple of questions to finish, Damo. Yeah, we might make this the last one, Hutchie. Alex Lee on Facebook. Can you please do another travel special like the New York City one last year? Uh, Alex, when we can get out of where we are, then we 100% will at some stage. Damo's on uh, a holiday down in Brighton at the moment while his neighbours and his lawyers sort things out. But when when we can get out of the city, we'll do one for sure. Just on holidays, I, I've learned that, that while you joke, Hachi, that I have a lot of holidays and, and I have got a 10-week deal, as I've prepared to admit, written into my deal, and I'm very grateful for that being the case, um, there's others under your stable and your watch who have significantly more than that written into their deals. And I will be exploring this in coming weeks. No, that's not true. Our full-time no, no, staff. It is. it is true. Our full-time staff have only got, I think, four weeks. Yeah, like everybody else. No, no, no. There is some uh, some of the the people that you are uh, have long been obsessed with in your life have got a, a lot longer than that, Hutchie. And uh, I will have to uh, raise that in coming weeks. But that was question time for the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.